Is that annoying? I mean, it's <laughs> just normal amounts of you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm like, I'm kind of the worst. No. It's been a long day. Yeah, it sounds like it. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90S. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s with a 90S and subscribe to one of our support levels. And Brandon's being obnoxious with his camera. He complained that I have a giant head, which is not untrue. <laughs> that was fair, the entire. Yes, that was the entire argument. He said, you have a giant head. That's exactly how it happened. That is exactly. That's exactly what I said. Uh, actually, you you offered it up first to be in my defense. Um, yeah, true. And also, they won't see the shenanigans that I was doing since my camera stationary. I was moving my webcam. But won't they uh, see you doing? Won't they see you with your webcam in the frame? Only once it got it directly in front of my face. Yes, uh, that's what she said. What? Yeah. No. So, um, uh, yes, second <laughs> week of December now. Yes, we're the holidays now, they are approaching. We're now panicking that we don't have everything recorded and edited and ready. Yes, to go. we are. Or the specials. At least I have all my Christmas shopping done, which probably isn't even true, and I don't do it anyway. Yeah, uh, I have. We're doing stocking stuffers this year, and it's like nothing is cheap anymore. So I don't know how to do stocking stuffers uh, for the family. That's uh, true. Right? Nothing is cheap anymore. Well, that well, I mean, and even on top of that, it's like you want to go, you want to go shop and support local and nothing is cheap. If you're supporting local, it's that's the whole point. True. Um, so I, I have no idea what I'm doing for, for, for Christmas gifts this year. Um, whereas when I was in, uh, the LA area, there's like the Japanese, uh, Daiso store, which is like their, their dollar yeah. dollar store. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, buck fifty for like a frying pan. It's like uh, I think they have one of those in um, Alderwood now. In Alderwood, we used to have one in Alderwood. Uh, Daiso, by the, or did by it close? The, it was a Daiso. I it closed at some point. It was over by what I want to say is Sears, or it was Sears, and then um, across from the Seahawks Sports Store. There is one in Linwood. Oh, and then it moved like offsite to the like the. Yeah, it's in now, the back area, and that closed too. It's now next to the DXL Men's Clothing Store by the Shane Company and the Macy's Mattress Store, which is over by the Wine Total. It's across from the Macy's more. main entrance from the outside. Oh, so it's in the mall again? 
No, it's it's outside the mall. Okay. Out you go out the main Macy's entrance on the outside of the mall towards the Cheesecake Factory. Str- no, Macy's on the backside. Oh, gotcha. Towards the claim jumpers. Yes, or exactly. What is it? It's an. If you're looking now? at a map, Macy's is to the north. Claim jumper is to the west. That's still Daiso there. is due south. Okay. Yeah. Huh. By the kind of between the Macy's mattress store and the chain company and the C's candy kind of in that area. Oh, over in that. Oh, yeah. Like where the Azteca used to be. Yes. Is the Azteca gone? I'm pretty sure. I think oh, so. No. I, don't, I haven't seen an Azteca in a long time. We have one here. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's not gone then. You're like, all right then. Uh, but yeah, so, but then I'm not flying in until the 21st. Ooh, that's going to be cutting it real close. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't, usually usually what i do is i i buy all of my stuff and have it shipped to where i'm staying yeah that aztec is long gone it's a dxl men's apparel now oh that, i was wondering why my shirts smelled of cumin. like tortilla chips yeah <laughs> what's that smell it's a little what's- greasy in here and i'm not being racist uh, but if you're the type of guy who eats it azteca a lot you might need a dxl i, I sure know. do i used to Good eat Lord. azteca yeah i know i need to it's like uh, I I wasn't eating I wasn't eating great the week leading up to Thanksgiving. Uh, basically, I ate as uh, very well over Thanksgiving weekend, and now I'm struggling to get back on any sort of normal type of eating regimen. Yes, and I too hate myself. Fitness, what? Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't hate myself. I just think I should oh, use a few I'll pounds speak for yourself. before I get home. And you know, I also hate myself, but. Um, <laughs> No, I just, I, I need to, like, today I was just like, I should go outside. And now it's dark at 4.30. Uh, <coughs> that's, that's a good representation, representation of my day. And then I went out to, went to like four grocery stores. Oh, I hate that. What? Going to four grocery stores? Yeah. So I went to five grocery stores to, to do my Chex Mix. Um, because they all didn't have ingredients that I needed. So I went to, let's see, I went to Costco for the cashews. <laughs> this is welcome to namely foods again, everyone. Um, namely Chex Mix. Uh, I went to Target to get the Chex Mix and they stopped selling the pretzels that I now chose to use in my Chex Mix, the dots pretzels. You heard about this? Uh, they're, no, they're like a Midwestern pretzel that was started in Arizona. And, oh, I know the company. Oh, but what pretzel specifically? The original twist. Dots. Oh. Dots. We we pretzel. had those at one point recently. Well, they used to sell them at Target here, and now they don't. Uh, so I was like, okay, fine. Another place I have to go find it. And I thought they had it at our California Fresh, which is our local IGA, which is where I got the Gardetto rye chips from, because you can't have checks. Excuse me. You can't have checks mix without those rye chips. No, absolutely not. Exactly. Like, People that put bagel chips in your checks mix, and like, what are you doing? Uh, that's, yeah, that's not a right chip. Punishable by death. <laughs> Those are gross. Don't put yeah. them in your checks mix. <laughs> Super <laughs> gross. Like, do you want to turn your mouth into a desert? Just <laughs> chew on one of these. Yeah, like you're already just putting dry cereal into your mouth. You don't need a bagel chip. Um, so they had the Gardettos. Um, 
but they didn't have the dots there either. So then I had to go to our local Vons, which is a Safeway affiliate. And luckily they had it there. So was that only four? I despise going to multiple grocery oh, stores I, I, for my basic shopping. I went to Ralph's cause I thought I'd seen dots there as well. And they had the flavor. They had the other flavors, but they didn't have the original. So that's five or that's too many. Five, five. Well, I mean, our Costco, do you remember when we were kids, Costco would like have the three pack of checks that you could purchase uh, during the holidays so you could make your checks mix? Do you remember that? No, I don't. Uh, we, we bought it. I, I feel like wheat checks always came in like an awkwardly small box. It does. It does. And that's good. But they used to do like a three pack at Costco of the corn, rice and wheat checks around the holidays. Uh, cause it's people would make it and then have like so much wheat checks left over supply it's, chain issues. No, it's been over a decade at this, this, uh, Costco and they've not had it. Hmm. I don't know. It, it, it irritates me. <laughs> Cause then I have to go over to the target and the target has like seven different checks flavors, but not always the three core for it's your like holiday mix. pumpkin spice checks. You're like, the <laughs> chocolate checks, um, banana nut checks. Uh, they're doing the same thing in Cheerios. Now it's like, I don't need Czech Republic checks. No. <laughs> I don't think you should be able to buy that at a target. <laughs> um, they're made of human flesh. Oh boy. So that's, that's naming checks mix for you. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. Um, but it did, it did make it. It's like, I think I've now perfected my checks mix recipe. Uh, cause one, I asked one of my aunts last year, cause I was like, how do you get the little clumpy, the wheats with the clumpies and the, the, do you know what I'm talking about? When it has like, they're like clumped together in the mix and it, it is like just a flavor bomb when you, when you bite. Okay. How you doing that? How, what do you coat that puppy in? Well, so you take the, the butter mixture, put it at the bottom of your mixing bowl, then throw the wheat checks in the, the bottom and then pile it on, on top and mix around. So that's, that's the key. You gotta, you gotta get it in the, uh, you gotta let the wheat check soak in it first. What really grinds my gears. (laughs) What's that? Roasted nuts that like where the flavor doesn't stick to them. Oh, it just sticks to your fingers. Yeah. Or or like it's at the bottom of the bowl, but like the nuts don't actually hold the seasoning. Like anything, anytime you would do anything to a peanut. (laughs) What I learned is egg white. Oh, you take a little egg white, your own nuts, beat it lightly. Uh huh. Beat your egg white lightly so it foams up a little bit, and then you put that, and that coats the nuts. Then you put on the seasoning, and then you bake it. Oh, Oh. that makes sense. Uh, I use the microwave um, technique for the Chex Mix because it did so much faster. (laughs) Similar result. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Well, anyway, um, now that we've talked about Chex Mix for a thousand years, let's talk about December of 1999. Now that we've alienated 98% of our callers, let's reward the other 2% with a commercial. I prefer Crispix Mix. (laughs) Uh, You can go to hell. Oh, there's the Hawaiian mix with the honeycomb and you don't use the wheat and uh, sorry. Uh, Travel back with me listeners to December of 1999. On the first, Jay-Z stabs a record executive at a nightclub in New York. On the th- wow, didn't yeah. see that one coming. <laughs> Just right off the bat. Uh, on the th- on the third, 
Tori Murden becomes the first woman to cross the Atlantic by rowboat alone. On the seventh, the record. Oh, I could do this. Record Recording Industry Artist Alliance, the RIAA, sues Napster for copyright infringement. Napster. Remember Napster? I think we talked about Napster. Yes, we did. On the 16th, Linda Hamilton and James Cameron get divorced after two years of marriage. Do you know who that is? James Cameron uh-huh. is the director from the boy band. No, I don't know. Uh, of Titanic. Yes. Among others. Avatar. Titanic 2. The college years. Terminator 1 and 2. Oh, really? He did Terminator? Yes. The first two. I believe. That's where he met Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. uh, Who plays (laughs) Sarah Connor. Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. I see. There we go. And the light goes off. Uh, Trust me. The light's always off. (laughs) <laughs> right in here the lights always on on the 17th mario party 2 is released in japan january 2000 for north america that's the nintendo 64 as well i believe that's the one that nintendo got sued for uh because the kids were using their palms to do the rotation on the the terrible uh nintendo joystick which yeah um is probably why you can't find a good working n64 controller out there right uh, um the the children would get injured on their palms and then uh the parents would sue nintendo for having a mini game where you had to twist the thing as fast as you can that's really stupid yep welcome to america on the 20th portugal returns macau to china didn't even know they had macau but but Uh, do they have your sheep too That was a good one. That's a good one. On the twenty no, second, <laughs> Harvest Moon sixty four is released. It's released in North America. Harvest Moon sixty four. On the twenty third, Gran Turismo two is released for the PlayStation one. Did you have that one? Uh, yes, I believe we did. Nice. On the thirty first, Boris Yelkin resigns as president of Russia leaving Prime Minister Vladimir Putin as acting president. It is Yeltsin, by the way. Oh, is it Yeltsin? Yes. I was like saying Unless that's like some weird Russian way of saying it or spelling it. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, in the box office, on the 5th, we have A Christmas Carol airing on TNT starring Patrick Stewart. So not the box office, really. On the 10th, we have Deuce Bigelow, a male gigolo. That's spelled wrong in our notes. Uh, yes. Starring Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is a carrot. On the 10th as well, The Green Mile. On the 12th, we have Switching Goals. Starring the Olsen Twins, a direct-to-video. Actually, direct-to-DVD release. On the 17th, Anna and the King. Bicentennial Man and Stuart Little. On the 21st, Girl Interrupted. On the 22nd, we have Man on the Moon starring Jim Carrey. This was the um the kind of biopic for um do you remember Andy Kaufman? Biopic? 
I hate how people say biopic. It's it's a portmanteau of biographical picture. Uh, and, and people don't even realize it. It's just like, oh, I always just thought it was a biopic. <clears throat> wow. On the 25th, uh, we have, got, you know, here I come to save the day. I wanted to do that. Uh, on the 25th, we have Galaxy Quest and the talented Mr. Ripley. And in the Billboard charts, number one for December 1999 in from October and for the entire month is a Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. I'm sorry, that song absolutely slaps. I'm just saying. It, it does. It really does. As the kids say, it slaps. <laughs> do kids say that? They do not. It's the, it's I, uh, five years ago, they would have called it a bop. That's, that's all. What do they say now? Uh, a jiggy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell us uh, Twitter at namely nine zero S. What do the kids say now when there is a bop or a slaps or a when it was slaps before or after bop? I think slaps was after. I think it was before. Okay. I, I think it was around. It was they were similar. Maybe they do say slaps now. I don't know. I don't watch those react videos anymore. Uh, and for the second week in December 1999, we have number three, I Want to Love You Forever by Jessica Simpson. Number four, I Need to Know by Mark Antony. Number six, I Knew I Loved You by Savage Garden. I think that was the one where he knew he loved her before he met her. He thought he dreamed her into life. Uh, number, at number eight, uh, Mambo number five, A Little Bit Of... <laughs> By Lou Bega. Number nine, Waiting for Tonight by Jennifer Lopez. Ah, uh, yes. Number 10, A Girl on TV by LFO. Number 11, Steal My Sunshine by Len. That was on our list or the thing from two weeks ago. Yeah, Len. Quiz. Yeah. Steal mm-hmm. My Sunshine. Uh, number 19, Then, sorry, When the Morning Comes by Smash Mouth. There's a typo in my notes. Uh, number 20, Someday by Sugar Ray. Number 21, Heartbreaker by Magaya Carey featuring JZ. Uh, number 23, parentheses, You Drive Me, close parentheses, Crazy by Britney Spears. Ooh, not a good look there, Britney. Uh, but is it okay if she is, though? Is she, though? Isn't she? <laughs> uh, number 20, she had a she had a conservatorship for the last... Well, that's for the courts to decide, sir and and ma'am. Wait, what? They they released her from it. Uh, Number twenty four, meet Virginia by train. Actually, the day we're posting it, like she posted an IG photo of her kissing her new boyfriend, and her new boyfriend just like just hand straight up in in that Mm. ass. Hopefully, she'll shave Uh, her head again. Um, Wow. uh, Apparently, just 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 to be clear, we support the Free Britney movement. that, that's all. Apparently yeah, no, singer. it's super weird, but like number 24. I just hope she's figured out her mental health. Yes. Situation because we all should, shouldn't we? Right. Get the help we need if we need it. And need it. if you're lonely during these December months, you should get the get help app from the app store with the promo code name me 90s with a nine zero S. We're not actually. No, but seriously. Is it, is it good help? Get help? I don't know. It's, Got milk? <laughs> uh, 
the guy from Smash Mouth went like crazy in October and then quit the band to go focus on his mental health, apparently. Oh, was he the one that like assaulted the people on stage? Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Number 24, Meet Virginia by Trey. I remember that song. <laughs> yeah, me too. Didn't they also do Drops of Jupiter? Wasn't that Train? Yes. Drops of Jupiter in her. Uh, and that's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the evening. Thank you, Andrew. You're welcome, sir. Now let's toss it across the pond to Gaz and Danger, the insanely dangerous retro pod show for what was happening way back when in December of 1999. Good evening. Here are your headlines from December 1999. Millennium celebrations are held across the country. Cliff Richard hits UK number one with Millennium Prayer. Guesthouse Paradiso is released in UK cinemas. Thank you, Dange, and season's greetings to all you sexy, namely 90s fans, and saniacs and danger heads. It's that time of the year again where we give thanks and tidings of joy to our favourite retro podcast-based entertainment. So come stand under the mistletoe with us for and help yourself to a holiday-sized hug as we cover you in old-school osculation. Much appreciation to Brian Drew for everything this year. And if you fancy a little festive fact fest, then you can catch the Insanely Dangerous Retropod Show on all good podcast platforms and even some bad ones as well. Right. Let's hand it back to the Tommy Pickles and Chucky Finster of Retro. Take it away, you namely 90s boys. Thank you for that, Gaz, and thank you, Dange, for the headlines. Make sure to follow up on those stories on a brand new episode of the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show this Thursday on your favorite podcasting app, and stick around for their wacky and zany antics. You'll even get to hear Andrew and I close out the show with our weekly segment, Quotely 90s. And now, back to the show. You think you can silence me? Oh, hi. Hi, everyone. How are you doing out there? Is there anything you listeners want us to talk about? Did you know? Oh, wait. Did, did you know? Are we talking about stuff now? Yeah. Anywhere you want to go, I believe, is my line. Did you know? Yes. That Hugh Laurie, my favorite actor, was, was in, in Stuart Little. No. But... Uh, just to circle back to when we talked about Corella three weeks ago or not 101 Dalmatians. He's one of the henchmen for Corella DeVille. Yeah, I know. Oh, you we said about that. You said, Oh my God, he's in it. I was like, yeah, but we well, yeah, but I now I know now I mean, I looked it up. Oh, I didn't realize he did that. He was in Stuart little. Really? Yes. Was absolutely. He the dad? I believe so. No, I can't be right. Look it up. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about Stuart Little? Because you um, always seem to want to talk about Stuart Little. I have Little. very little recollection. Did we talk about they Stuart They adopt a mouse that is somehow their child, and then I don't care. I just <laughs> like that Hugh Laurie's in it. That's all. The, even as a kid who you had no idea who Hugh Laurie was, you enjoyed No, that I didn't like. I don't think I liked it. I, don't, I didn't like anything. I, I, I remember liking it. It had the kid from Little Nick. No. Um, well, I think he was in Little Nicky too. No, he wasn't. He was in. It was the kid from uh, the, the Jerry Maguire. Um, oh, he's the voice of Sora in Kingdom Hearts. 
Nope, that's a different person. That's Haley Joel Osment. Uh, no, he was the, the kid from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> in the, you know, the, still don't know. You know, uh, something Lipnicky. Uh, Good we, talked, we talked about him at one point. Anyway, um, that's um, all how about Galaxy Quest? Yes, Here's, Galaxy Quest. Let me make an admission to you. That's going to yes. make you annoyed. That you've I never thought, seen it. I thought Galaxy Quest was no. I thought Starship Troopers was Galaxy Quest when you first talked about it two weeks ago. Okay. For some reason, I thought that was oh, that's the one with Tim Allen was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> but uh, you can see why I'd get them a little bit confused. Yeah. To be fair, a late nineties sci-fi movie. Yes, one's a parody that uh, gives great respect to the source material, and the other one's a. Uh, allegorical mess. Yeah. I thought they were the same. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, th- this one also has a cavalcade of, uh, great actors. Um, I don't know if that's actually a word. Uh, Galaxy <laughs> Quest is a 1999 American science fiction <laughs> comedy film. And it is, ba- it's a parody and homage to the science fiction films and series from star Trek and its fandom. Uh, it stars Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Schlub, Sam Rockwell, and Daryl Mitchell. And also, there's a young Rain Wilson in this, as well as uh, a Justin Long, who plays a character named Brandon. Uh, it's pronounced Sigourney, okay? Get it right. And it was Long's first feature film. Is, is that actually how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's the long and short of it. Wow. Yes, it is. Uh, it depicts the cast of a fictional defunct cult television series, Galaxy Quest, who are drawn into a real interstellar conflict when they are visited by actual aliens who think the series is an accurate documentary. Well, that's kind of a that's kind of a clever uh, plot. Yeah, and uh, Tim Allen plays like a Shatner esque character. He's like full of himself, always taking off his shirt. Um, <laughs> The movie was universally panned by critics. Uh, it was. It didn't get great <laughs> results in theaters, but it became like kind of a cult classic, and it's uh, widely regarded as favorable among the Star Trek cast as well. Um, See, Tim Allen ones. is most coked up. Wait, no, I don't think that was the right timing, but <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, it, it, in like, a world where Tim Allen is considered funny. Oh yeah. So basically the nineties. Do you watch that clip? I sent you, uh, just now with the voiceover guy. Oh no, I forgot to, I was yeah. out doing things. Um, I'll have to check we're that out in a boot out in a boot headed up to Canada and we're out in a boot, out in a boot. Um, we should also mention green mile for, well, no galaxy quest. Um, galaxy quest. I, I liked watching that as a kid. It was, uh, it very was very much was a love letter to the star Trek like fandom. Um, and it's, it's kind of, I think it's probably one of the better star Trek movies, even though it's not a star Trek movie. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's my two cents on that. Uh, the green mile was also something which we probably bring up at some point. Um, do you remember that one? Yes. I did not know it was by Stephen King or based on a Stephen King novel. <clears throat> yes. Uh, because I thought it was a very serious movie. I didn't realize there was like a supernatural element to it. You don't remember the whole crux of it being the, um, 
Michael Clark Duncan's character having like the ability to heal. Um, nope. <laughs> okay. I just remember a giant inmate guy. That was Tom Michael. Hanks in a hat. Yep. That's about all I remember. Uh, uh, I, I remember, I feel like, like, uh, there was a mouse that like died, like one of the guards stepped on a mouse or something. And then, the it was Stuart little, <laughs> that's good timing. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan's character, like picks it up in his hands and cries into it or it, his hands glow. And then, uh, you know, the mouse scurries away cause it's alive again. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember the entire plot of this movie, but I also remember Tom Hanks being in it. And apparently Bonnie Hunt was in it as well. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yes. It was universally panned by crit. No, just kidding. I think it was critically acclaimed. (laughs) Yes, I believe it was as well. Uh, Something that wasn't critically acclaimed. This is my true, uh, true favorite thing that we're going to be doing today is switching goals by Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Uh, the, uh, let me read the synopsis to you as fast as I can. 13 year old twin sisters, Sam and Emma Stanton are opposites growing up in Evansville. Sam is a star soccer player and a tomboy. However, she wants to attract boys. Emma is a popular girly girl who enjoys fashion and makeup, but she wants to be better at sports. Their dad, Jerry, one of the soccer coaches is pressured by his wife, Denise to pick Emma for the hurricanes co-ed team. Just as Jerry's about to pick Sam for his team after round two of soccer tryouts is over, the Buzzards coach, William Holmes, picks Sam. But Sam is not thrilled to join a team which wa- which hasn't won in years, and Emma finds it difficult to please her dad, so the girls come up with a scheme... Well, that really derailed me to switch places in soccer. So each can be on the team they prefer. As a result, Sam learns about letting others share the spotlight and Emma and Jerry finally become closer. Their mom catches them and the girls have to go back to their original teams. When everyone else is mad at them, Sam and Emma both decide to quit soccer, but Jerry refuses to let them give up the sport. Dennis becomes the buzzard's new coach, or sorry, Denise becomes the buzzard's new coach to prove her husband wrong and actually get the team into the finals. Along the way, Emma realizes her skill as a goalie and becomes a better athlete at the finals. The hurricanes regular goalie Richie gets injured while blocking a kick and is replaced by Emma at 20 seconds left. Sam kicks the ball into the goal and is blocked by Emma tying the game. Um, how, is, how, is how does that tie, happen? <laughs> yeah. the game. I think it le- leaves it tied. Uh, and the buzzers and the hurricane become co-champions of the youth soccer league organization tournament. Wow. That's straight from Wikipedia there. Uh, Sam gets a date with Greg. Richie goes on a date with Emma. Jerry learns that his daughters are equally. Wow. Are equal. And that winning isn't everything. I need to go back and edit that Wikipedia page. That's terrible at the end there. Uh, Andrew's miming. The. Stabbing his eye. Yeah, hopefully um, you can see the pen in my hand. Otherwise, that's not <laughs> something different. Yeah, that will be definitely edited later. <laughs> Let me hold up a blank sign. Hold on. Um, <laughs> uh, the real reason I want to do this because the the Olsen twins were a large part of the '90s, uh, especially for people in our age group. Um, can I just say that whole movie sounds freaking awful. I don't think I've seen that one. And Actually, no, I did see like that one. One cliche after another. Oh my god! It is a direct-to-video movie uh, that they produced themselves. I don't. I think the only theatrical Olsen's twin movie that I remember was New York Minute. 
Um, and that was in the 2000s at some point. But I thought, in honor of the Olsen twins, uh, being the Olsen twins, we should play this BuzzFeed quiz to round out oh, the show. Oh, dear Lord. And what is this BuzzFeed quiz, Andrew? How well do you know the... Oh, boy. Do you know which twin is Mary-Kate and which is Ashley? The, the one in the URL is, how well do you know these Hollywood twins? Well, that's what the URL says, but the title says, do you that's know which... so t- stupid. Yeah. Mary-Kate or Ashley Olsen? Ashley or Mary-Kate Olsen? It's Mary-Kate and Ashley, not Ashley and Mary-Kate. Nope. <laughs> but Ashley was born first. Don't care. Backwards. They're hard to tell apart, but if you think you know who is who, take the quiz below. Tap the one you think is Mary-Kate. Oh, boy. Now tap Ashley. Wait, what? Well, you're supposed to guess. Right, but is it laid over the... So I think they look very different. Oh, is this a joke quiz? Oh, never mind. Okay. I don't know. Like they look Uh, different, but I just don't know which one's which. So once I know which one's which, it'll be easy. Okay. Then I will give you the first one. Uh, So we're looking, basically we're looking at a picture of them when they're, I want to say in their twenties at some gala event. Uh, Mary Kate is on the right. Mary Kate. Uh, the now Mary Kate's on the right on the next one, so the left is Ashley. Okay, that is correct. They're using older photos now; they look completely different. Um, Mary Kate's on the left. Mary Kate's on the left. Wow, this is not as fun as I thought it would be. Ashley's Uh, on the left when they're all wearing black. Yes. Uh, the next one, they're also all wearing black. This isn't fun anymore. I thought it was when they were little kids. Uh, this is super easy because yeah. Mary Kate looks hella weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always been able to tell them apart, but like this one, this eight out of eight, this is a dumb quiz. Also, they look horrifying. They look <laughs> scary. What happened to them? Uh, they grew up. And got they're weird. Freak, they look freaky. Like Ashley looks more normal. Mary Kate was like, ooh, like if I saw her like, like outside after dark, I'd go the other way. What is strange thing is I, I had the crush on Mary Kate when we were growing up, but now well, she got real like like a pointy, like severe face. And I don't I don't like it. I don't have to like it. It's not for me to like, but I'm just saying. Maybe we should take the are you more Mary Kate or Ashley? Quiz. Okay, how's that? Send me that. Do you not see it down there on the? <sighs> no, I clicked off it as soon as humanly possible. Hold on. No, I got the chat here. Chat it up. Chit chit chat it up. So instead of what we just played, we are going to be playing. Are you more Mary Kate or Ashley? Um, this one has twenty nine thousand points. And we're going to start by choosing one of the Olsen's clothing lines. Elizabeth and James, the row, their Walmart line, or Olsen boy. With yeah, me. I'm all about fancy trash, so I'm going Walmart line. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should pick Olsen boy with an E just because I, I don't know what that boy. is. But I assume it's for men or possibly small. Boys. Boys, yes. Choose a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Billboard, dad. Passport to Paris, 
Holiday in the Sun, and It Takes Two. Okay, so I've actually seen Passport to Paris and Holiday in the Sun. I'm going It Takes Two. I think that's a good one. Was that the TV series that they were in? Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Holiday in the Sun because that's the one I could remember uh, watching as a kid. Okay. Choose a heartthrob from the straight to VHS days. Is it Ryan from Billboard Dad? Avery from Our Lips Are Sealed? Griffin from Holiday in the Sun? Or James from Winning in London? Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, so Ryan looks like kind of Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer if you but made 12. him into yeah, a 12-year-old. <laughs> Uh, Avery looks like every generic male uh, blonde-haired guy from the early 2000s. Uh, Griffin looks like he's way too old to be skeeving on the Olsen twins at their teenage years. <laughs> and uh, James from in London looks like uh, the guy from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, I mean, I have to go with James because that is Jesse Spencer from House. That is Jesse Spencer from House. Yeah, right? and also Chicago Fire, which is what started it all with the Chicago franchise? Uh, I guess I'll Worst go with Worst American accent ever. I guess I'll go with Avery from Our Lips Are Sealed. Because uh, he looks like a generic early 2000s dude. Choose a late 90s slash early 2000s trend. Butterfly clips, chunky flip flops. Oh, remember those? Uh, small round sunglasses or zigzag parts. That's when the hair is parted in the middle but has a zigzag line um I'm going zigzag part I guess I will go with butterfly clips when when we're done with this remind me to come back to the heartthrob question <laughs> I will most likely not uh, choose one of Mary Kate and Ashley's co-stars for what <laughs> just choose uh, them Troyan Belisario in Billboard Dad. No idea who that is. Michael Sarah in Switching Goals. Hey, that's the movie oh, we yeah, just talked about. He's like very little. Huh. Uh, Megan Fox in Holiday in the Sun. Uh, Jared Padalecki in New York Minute. Wow, really, Jared? Come on, dude. Uh, who, who are you going to go with? Oh, well, I got to look something up. To decide, then I will steal Megan Fox in Holiday in the Sun. Since I said I've already seen, I think that I've one. got it. I'm going with Troyan Belisario because she is related. She is the daughter of Donald P. Belisario, who created JAG and NCIS, and consequently didn't realize she is siblings to Sean Murray, who was in Hocus Pocus, who was also in NCIS. Mind blown. Yeah. And got, who did you get? I got Ashley. Ah, very good. Uh, and there's no blurb. So just a gif of I her. got Mary Kate because I'm pointy and severe. <laughs> okay. So going up, Avery from our lips are sealed. Yes. Doesn't he look like a young version of Christopher McDonald? I don't think I know who that is. Look up Christopher McDonald. You'll know who he is instantly. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's Biff, Tan- Biff Tannen. All you had to say was Biff. Oh, is Tannen. that Biff Tannen? No, it's no. not. It's <laughs> uh, 
Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Shooter McGavin, but like a young version. Yeah, because of the the creepy eyes and forehead. Yeah, yeah, it's real weird. But who is that actor? Avery from Our Lips Are Sealed. Is that? But yeah, uh, Jesse Spencer. Nice coming in clutch there. Wow. Uh, Scott Sawawawal. Sawawawal. I I don't think he was in anything else. That is that. Sorry, Scott. You don't have an IMDb presence. Maybe he was just a boyfriend. That is too weird. That he was. I I bet if we like went through all of the like direct to video Mary Kate Ashley movies, we could find so many young actors that we know. Willie Garson was in this as their agent Norm or Agent Norm. Uh, he might have. Agent Norm is. Uh, FBI, I assume. Willie Garson from Sex and the City and all those. Oh, yeah. The bald guy died recently. The bald guy died, died recently. Oh, uh, rip. Rip. Uh, Jim Meskimen <laughs> looks familiar. Meskimen. Ryan Clark is please. I don't know. Who who the heck is Avery? Why is he not in the top cast? You are the Ashley to my Mary Kate. Wow, it's it is interesting how we balanced out like that. Yes, you're the fun loving, happy go lucky, uh, non like weird mole person. Yes. Uh, honestly, uh, now I I I know. And I look like a- I'm about to cast a spell on you. I, I know. I no longer have a crush on the Olsen twins. I prefer their sister, that Elizabeth Olsen, since she's our age. Um, who is the nephew of Donald P. Belisario? <laughs> no, just kidding. But we'll talk more about that in our 2021 Christmas specials. <laughs> twelve days of Christmas specials this year coming coming soon. Our two, twelve two days weeks. of Christmas specials special. Yes. Uh, but that's day seven. So on the twenty seventh, look out for that. But anything else you want to say for December nineteen ninety nine? Oh boy, Why I'm not looking forward Y2K? to nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna party like it's nineteen Y two K. Well, I mean, we should, we probably should have mentioned Y two K at some point. Y two K, also known as the year two thousand, was when a bunch of people panicked excessively because they thought. That switching to the year 2000 would make every computer in the world think that it was 1900, which inexplicably somehow would have made a difference. I don't really know why changing two digits was such a big deal. Turns out it wasn't a big deal at all. Because it would reset everything to zero. It blew everything out of proportion. It's just people writing crappy codes in the 90s, you know. But like, clearly it was all unfounded because nothing happened. Well, it wasn't unfounded. They had firms that like literally had to go in and change like code for everything that had any digital assets, um, like banking systems and stuff like that. But they did it. So it I still, I, I still just don't understand why it was such a big deal. I don't think it would have actually been as bad as they thought. Probably not, but you know, uh, decentralized banks and whatever. And then we had nine 11. So yes, uh, coming too soon. Namely, t- namely two thousands, namely, namely aughts. Name, no, if we don't glitch out. Cause it, uh, anyway, uh, that's it for this week's edition of namely nineties. Remember you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check 
the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s or find our personal accounts at Schwitty and at Andrew, and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely90s also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us. <laughs> Talk to us. You can contact us through our website, namely90s.com, which again, I don't know why we have in here because you can't. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Y2K, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we will catch you next time. Drops of Jupiter in her head.